this may not be what the creators intended, but like it can't be an accident that this is in there. Look, I remember it fondly because it had dinosaurs, <laughs> but I remember it unfondly for every other reason. The Black Donnelly's is pure gold, and you guys are wrong. Joey Ice Cream uh, for president. I'm just saying that selfie belongs in the Criterion Collection. Is it working? Uh, <laughs> no. Never, never has anything worked for me in my life, Ronnie. <laughs> Welcome to Ending Pending. I am not Andy. I'm Ronnie. I'm your host, Ronnie. Uh, there's no Andy here. There's no Evan here. Uh, it's it's me, uh, but I'm not by myself. I have a very special guest here to uh, chat with us about a very special show um, that I don't I don't think we can take full credit for bringing into existence. But I, you know. I like to think we are a part of this this army, if you will, uh, that has brought it into fruition. Uh, from season one of The Quest, we have Paladin Jim. How are you? What's up, Ronnie? Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here. It's I, good I, to be back. We, uh, of course, uh, longtime listeners will know that we absolutely loved season one of The Quest um, and speaking with Paladin Jim about your experiences on the show ha- ha- was 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 part of the the magic of it all, um, and, and we had to get you back. Um, and it just so happened that I I get you back all to myself. No no Andy and Evan to share you with. I just get all the all the questions, all the deets, uh, and all of your like deep dives into this new uh, exploration. Yes. into the world I mean, of Everrealm. What a deep dive it is. But of course, major congratulations to Andy and Evan that since they can't be here. Yes. Um, I saw those wedding pictures online and that wedding in a castle. Mm-hmm. If there's ever an Everrealm wedding, I think we need to consult with them on some looks for this you, wedding. Evan Evan has been working on this dream wedding for a very long time. It was a beautiful affair and it was it was as Everrealm as you could possibly get. It was I would a hundred percent agree, and I want Evan's look tomorrow <laughs> yes yesterday yes. yes oh the the fit the fit was so good for both andy and all Evan. the fits were wonderful congratulations was, to you both i got to wear a cape you wore like, a cape ronnie i wore a cape they 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 were like after the ceremony they were like you got you all can take your capes off and i was like i'm not taking my cape off oh, no. ever no, so no, like no. why would i take it off now i'm wearing this uh till time in memoriam so like let's just keep these good times rolling y'all know how um, to party and the quest army loves the cape so we're we're in yes. good company it, it was it was a great time big congratulations they are currently uh uh touring uh lots of of castles and such in the uk right now on their honeymoon uh big ups big ups danny and evan miss Love miss it. y'all very much congratulations um but we're not here to talk about annie and evan they're they, oh, well. they got their own thing going on uh they, they they can't be a bigger part of this podcast than you and I right now. <laughs> we are here to talk about season two. See, so so season two officially? Yeah, or good is question. It, yeah, is it, it is it a new reboot? season? A it's new uh, exactly. There we go. Back and better than ever. Uh huh. I that's a great question, and it's still. I think some would argue it's season two. I've mm-hmm. definitely heard it referred to as season two. It is season one of Disney Plus. Sure. It is a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um. It is Everrealm con- continued. Yes. 
the multiverse of Everrealm. Right. Which, I mean, plays into the narrative of Everrealm. Everrealm has existed for a long time, will exist for a long time into the future, I'm sure. So there's... Let's hope. You know, I think we talked about this when we recapped and, and kind of talked about hopes for season two of Ever or uh, season two of um the quest way back when that there's you know you as the lore master as the uh, <laughs> the the uh ri- librarian, the librarian yes of of ever realm um there are so many times in in history of of these kingdoms that you can slot in a group of a group of paladins and it it doesn't have to follow any kind of a set narrative and you can still make it work within this world. Absolutely. And I think it's been long enough, Ronnie, that the last time you and I chatted season, the new season was not even confirmed at the yeah, time. No, no, we were still just hoping mm-hmm. what a, what a ride, what a ride to have that announcement pre COVID and then right. ride through COVID to see production happen and then finally get the finished product this year. It is it is so interesting as as we look at some of these projects that we're we're watching now, both the quest and other shows, um, to see that kind of COVID gap and to wonder the production uh difficulties, to wonder like the production differences that were put into place, not only because of of COVID and the restrictions, but also because like there's this huge gap of time where people are just either sitting on footage or sitting on scripts or sitting on whatever it may be i i i wonder what this show was when it started and if it is the same beast that it was when it made it to our screens sure and not to jump right in but if that's what you want i can definitely speak a little bit to that in that there Jim, were you plans kn- you know that you I, know that's what i want G- I, give me that was good, I should, good preface, I should preface and say that i was not part of this production so i am speaking to you all as the season's like nerdiest fan right now. Sure. Um, the original Paladins do not play a role in this new season. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the announcement was made that a new season was coming, there were plans to go back to Vienna, Austria, where mm-hmm. we filmed the original season, to go back to the same castle of the Kingdom of Sanctum sure. and continue the story. And then COVID hit and everything changed. And then the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> um, we we had to sit and wait again and the it's a credit to our production team to everyone behind the scenes mm-hmm. that they could find a way through the unknown and make this season happen um they immediately started ca- ca- scouting castles again and found this amazing winery replica castle in Napa California mm-hmm. and still did the casting process and still did found our, our natives of Everrealm and our extras and brought all the crew and cast out to California and had a very safe mm-hmm. uh, production throughout 2021. Uh, they got the green light from Disney after twiddling thumbs and having to wait for so long. And when the green light was given, they made it happen. And it's fantastic. It really, it really came together. It, you know, uh, understanding all of that that could have happened, but even with that new information, um, this is the kind of show you know we've seen uh, with Netflix, primarily with animation projects. But there's always a ton of things that just like is a great idea, has a great pilot, has a great like production team behind it, but just never makes it. Um, this is definitely one of those things that could have just 
slipped through the cracks, um, fallen out of out of the lineup in favor of things that were a little easier to put together because this show, no matter who is who is running it, what what paladins are in play, cannot be an easy show to produce for. Um and it, it very well could have just gone by the wayside and, and I'm so glad that we have it here uh created both for for everyone involved for all of us and and the quest army and and everyone who might be newly introduced to it i would agree 100% there were so many variables at play and mm-hmm. so many reasons for it not to happen after almost a decade of waiting to finally get the announcement and then nearly a decade since the first season to get a brand new season and more everrealm stories it is on disney plus and it's mm-hmm. opening doors into what reality tv and what scripted immersive reality is what they're calling it can be so i think disney is kind of paving the way with the quest Mm -hmm. to create more content like this yeah yeah absolutely it's exciting to see it i mean you you see it with um it's a totally different medium but what they're doing uh down in um i don't know if it's in in california as well but in orlando with the um the star wars like larp hotel or whatever it is a very very immersive experience um they are definitely playing with that vibe that oeuvre and um i I could definitely see something like this coming down the pike for a star wars or a a marvel or one of their other properties um and it's really cool that kind of the quest got to test those waters this like very you know I, i would say untested to the uh comparison of star wars and and marvel but um this this like very cult classic huge huge dedicated fan base show got to kind of be the forebear of that kind of thing which is which is really cool and it speaks to pretty much the foundation the pillars of why the quest exists mark gordeski and jane fleming uh saw actors on lord of the rings going to horse camp and archery camp Mm -hmm. and they created the quest so that real live people normal people could have that fantasy experience but completely surrounded by a lord of the rings-esque environment Mm -hmm. of everrealm yeah yeah i was i was i was impressed when i was uh doing a lot of the you know the twitter work around uh getting the word out just like getting excited with the rest of the quest army about this how many of those tweets were liked retweeted uh by the production team of the show um we don't you don't get that um and and it's not as if we were you know tagging them in trying to get their attention uh for the most part you know you don't get that kind of attention and this is clearly a team who loves this project loves this whole concept and and wants to see it succeed and is putting you know it it speaks to the fact that it exists really kind of like pushing forward on this thing that is a bit unconventional and and difficult to produce but making it so that it is uh, accessible um like you said for everyday people who who are lucky enough to become paladins but also the folks at home who get to kind of uh enjoy that and, and and bask in that glory with them they are the absolute best. We are so fortunate to have all of the original production back for this new season. And they have nothing but love for the Quest and the Quest Army. And they are a class above. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like our production team. Yeah. Yeah. 
kudos absolute kudos congrats on on an excellent project uh an excellent product putting that out um i, I hesitate to say product like it it you know because it is with the disney plus with the disney mega corporation everything is a product but this this just feels like something different so so let's 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 talk about the the feels of this the vibes of this mm. um you know it, it we can kind of go bit by bit you know i, I brought jim on i wanted to to talk about some of the differences between these seasons there are there are tons of differences these these two seasons though within the same world within the same concept they feel very different for a lot of different reasons and um you know however however it feels best to you i want i want to talk about you know the the differences i do want to talk about what worked what didn't work to be you know everything we can always improve in different areas um but for the most part just you know our general feels our our vibes on on this uh, this awesome little show Let's do it. Um, I just got to start off by saying, and maybe maybe I'm like, I hope that this is an echo that everyone feels when I'm I'm watching that opening credit, not even opening credit, when I'm watching that opening on episode one, go over the map of Everrealm Ooh. and Sanctum Falls. Oh it's like Sanctum. Gosh. And I was like, oh, I didn't know they were doing it in Sanctum. Sanctum Falls. And I got literal goosebumps, literal yes. chills as like, that's the first thing that happens like talk about that like that had to have been a rocking experience my goodness the you know i love mythology and lore yeah. and geography of everrealm so thinking back to the original the 2014 iterations introduction uh with jim k narrating we had pretty much a, a flat map and to see the to see the map come alive, to see Everrealm jump off the page, and to see Sanctum fall, to know yeah. that Everrealm is once again in danger, mm -hmm. despite all the efforts of the 2014 Paladins. And that's the nature of Everrealm. There's always going to be a battle between the light and the darkness, and mm -hmm. the quest is born from conflict. Yeah. But yes, the I echo the goosebumps <laughs> my, I, my first watch of the season was an emotional wreck I'm i sure. i was up at 2 a.m to watch that drop on disney plus and it was a long day it was a long day ahead <laughs> starting with that introduction we had yeah. a, i love a show open and the quest did not disappoint they they had the sanctum falls uh that was that was my first chills and then the, I, I believe it was the text because there wasn't much, there wasn't really any narration here. The text of uh, and now the quest begins was like, OK, we're here. We're Let's doing go. it like the, you get the paladins kind of walking through the forest, feeling a whole lot of vibes for, you know, y'all walking up to Creo that first time. Like I, I, I it felt very even for me as a viewer, the parallelism, the like. um the the intensity that you felt from that moment of people who didn't you know you you as as a a performer as an actor as much as you are in this show you have an idea of what you're walking into but you truly have no idea what what is in store you really don't and as a non-actor it it's a testament to the production and the quest experience how quickly it becomes your reality mm -hmm. you you don't have to you set aside make belief because it's so immersive that you have no other alternative but to consider this as your reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and and the paladins fall right in line, get their get their super cool uh leather leather kits. They were down. amazing. They it, fell right into place yes, into yes. Everrealm. They it fit like a glove on them. Which which was, you know, there was there was definitely some discussion about um casting teens as these paladins. I'm sure a lot of uh, adult quest fans were were crestfallen to hear that just because they would not get their chance in Everrealm uh, this time around. Sure, not this time. But, but um but there was a lot of of talk about that whether it was for it whether it was skeptical um i think it worked great i i think it was i think it was excellently done i think that it was definitely different i think there were a ton of uh areas where um adult paladins y'all handled situations in one way and and that the teens handled them in a different way but i don't think that um, the show suffered at all from from having uh, this group of group of teens. I agree. the The new paladins. There are eight of them. They are all so unique. It's such a diverse cast, and they handled Everrealm like pros. There was there was no moment where I said they don't belong here. I'm I'm completely biased in that fact, <laughs> um, but they they handled challenges and they approached challenges so differently than an adult would. I think it's a, a testament to this new generation. I think it's hope for <laughs> the future of our realm. Sure. Uh, but they are, they are such wonderful people. And I think as the season progresses, you pick up the momentum of I'm a teenager and I'm going to challenge what this actor at playing a prince is going to say, because I don't think that's right. They found right. their voice as the episodes go on. And that's so exciting to see. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The you you have your paladins, you have your your player characters, um, you have your NPCs. Uh I mean that the your Creo, your Queen Ralia, uh the Vizier, like these these uh Ansgar, like it, these these characters from the first season really I think we talked about it last time, immersed the paladins, mm-hmm. got you guys fully enraptured right away and that comes across in the screen and it works on the viewer as well and i think that these this group is is just as just as electric just as uh just as engaging um if not a little more solemn because the the situation is a bit different um with with the state of everrealm um there's there's less of that that hopeful feel that i think queen ralia brought to things that lightheartedness that i think creo brought to things at least at first as 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 comfort levels increase between the paladins and, and these, these, um, these NPCs, I'll call them. Um, yeah. it, 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 uh, definitely you get some of that lightheartedness, you get some of that camaraderie, uh, that hopefulness. Um, but it, but it definitely is, is in waves. We love our talent, our talented NPCs. We love our 2014 NPCs and our mm-hmm. 2022 NPCs. They did such an incredible job of improvisation um, as well as scripted scenes. So we got, talking of differences, we got to see a lot of behind the scenes, behind the castle walls, like what's going on with the king and the the heirs of Sanctum mm-hmm. behind closed doors where the paladins are not. We got to see a lot of the action of the castle where the paladins were not present, yeah. which played into the narrative of the challenges that the paladins then had to face themselves. Mm-hmm. It was really cool to see the two weave together 
which I'm sure created a lot of of confusion and and problems for the paladins to face not seeing mm-hmm. everything because you're not you're not going to see this closed door conversation between two NPCs. Mm-hmm. Um, we we as the audience get to see them, but it really drove the quest in a new direction, which yeah. was really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as format goes, um, this I'll speak uh, to to the 2022 series of the quest. Um, it, it feels to me like it is broken up into episodes one through five and episodes uh, six through eight. Um, episodes one through five really feel like establishing um, some stakes, um, which is, you know, it's, I think we can get into like one of like, like you just said, one of the bigger differences, this, this season is very narrative driven, very Mm -hmm. plot heavy. Um, There are a lot of uh, scenes that are just NPCs, a ton of those. Um, And that means that, we are establishing stakes and establishing kind of this um these audience surrogates just as if it was a scripted fantasy television show you know we ha- we have to get over these hurdles of of trust and and respect and you know really uh find a way to root for everyone who is involved here see who we are are a fan of see who feels like they're kind of a villain um and for me it really felt like it the rubber met the road in that fifth episode when things started to kind of turn upside down when the when the dome came down um and those those early episodes were a lot of establishing you know what what is happening here what has happened here it has been a significant time even for for us uh big fans of the quest between between these two seasons um so I, I it was important to do that i think maybe it, it got a little long in the tooth in some areas mm. um but I, but i'd love to hear your your perspective on that kind of thing it was a big i would agree with your episode split there is there is a definite split yeah. between what the quest is but i love that we get to see we don't always see success we get to see failure sure. and how yeah. that is going to drive the quest forward and how the paladins respond to failure. I think it's a motivator. It's going Mm -hmm. to push them farther and get them to that end goal. Um, There are, the game format was different. And I think maybe that long in the tooth comes from the fact that it's a non-elimination show this time around. So we get to see the entire crop of paladins proceed through the quest whereas one by one we were banished mm-hmm. in the 2014 iteration which i think speaks to the confidence of a teenager if i were a banished teenager i would not feel great i was fresh yeah. out of my teenage years when i was banished <laughs> and i still live with the trauma but, yeah <laughs> um, understandable fully understandable i think that the 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 game format speaks to the well let's talk about that we sure. we have in the old iteration, we had a challenge in which everyone participates, followed by a redemption challenge for the bottom three or four, and a vote for who should stay and who should go. We don't see any of that in the new season. Um, challenges are rewarded with talismans that mm-hmm. represent heroic attributes of Everrealm, friendship and strength and wisdom and intelligence. 
Um, most of those challenges fit so well into the narrative that you don't know that you're watching a challenge. You yeah. you see them have to complete a task like concocting a potion that the prince demands. Mm-hmm. And then a talisman is rewarded based on who did the best of that heroic attribute in the moment. So much of these challenges were intended to be individual and for there to be a clear winner that goes off and does their thing to win. Mm -hmm. We quickly see that these teenage paladins are working together. Their, Their quest is one of working together to achieve this goal, not... I need to do this to become the one true hero. Right. Get out of my way. From from the onset. Like the, there is there is from challenge no, one, correct. There's yeah. as they as they walk into Aura, it is we're here to support each other and and you know, whoever comes out of this on top, like I'm excited for, like that's before they know each other. That's before they've established any relationships, which which speaks so much to exactly what you're talking about of like this younger generation, like 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 dang thank ever realm for for yes. them thank like, the fates yes for choosing these eight um they are they are so good together there's mm-hmm. there's no there's no drama mm-hmm. we don't have to fight because so and so banished this person yeah. we get to see them all grow throughout these eight episodes and realize the heroes that are within them and mm-hmm. become them mm-hmm and 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 there are some uh some you know solo not solo but but you know conversations between the paladins themselves um in group settings as well as like mm-hmm. on kind of one-on-one um you know three-piece uh, little interviews and things like that um not i i say interviews very very natural conversations yeah um no 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 talking heads Gone are the talking no, heads yes um which is which is which is jarring a little bit uh you know when, it was when different it, it is you're coming from this you know not only are you coming from the quest but the quest was very much born out of you you were talking about born out of this idea of lord of the rings but born out of your survivors of, of your uh, reality challenge series um where there is a very formulaic way of doing things where there is drama where there is uh you know uh, voting people out and 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 excluding people in alliances saying and things, things like behind that. closed doors that yes. you wouldn't say to their face yes and and that um and dragon tears and yes yes and, and and that kind of thing um doesn't happen uh and 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 it, it takes you a couple of episodes to kind of reorient yourself um at least those of us who who were very much in into those kind of shows and into quest 2014 to say oh no this is this is different and it certainly feels like it is being driven by these paladins Um, it felt like the in the 2014 iteration we had to workshop the voting process a bit sure i think we were workshopping how we're going to get those those candid moments with paladins Mm -hmm. and then we found the groove there is a beautiful moment where Paladin Myra and Paladin Toshani are very down. They mm-hmm. they have they are feeling defeated and they're joined by the princess, Princess Adeline. Mm-hmm. And it is it is a it is an actor playing a princess, but it is the confidence boost that these teenage paladins, reality contestants need in the moment. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's really beautiful to see how they can get those candid reactions to to pick at the teenagers brains but to then push them and and tell them not to give up it's it's again that unity moment between npcs and paladins so yeah. cool to see there was um you know we 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 kind of uh scratch at i would say in episode five chaos after the uh the uh challenge which is another thing in in quest 2014 there were challenges and there was a winner mm-hmm. and the challenges would be completed simply because they were games that would have a winner i i cannot know for sure but it really felt like 2022 was a little bit more open-ended there were several challenges that just were either very close to not being completed or were uncompleted the 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 challenge kind of redirecting though that that laser uh with the mirror shields yeah felt like they could have succeeded and it also felt like they they which happened they did not succeed at, right. at that particular juncture it feels very D and D. It feels very much like that's why I say it, it can't be an easy show to produce. I feel like that team has to kind of be on their toes of like, well, what do we do now? How how do we how do we spin this into a story? How do we choose your own adventure? This uh, to make it so that these, um, you know, where where we had stakes in the drama of 2014 and who's going to go home and who's going to stay, the stakes were just will they be able to stop Tavora? Will, will they be able to make this happen? And of course, you know, we, we, we knew that there would be a, a one true hero and we would be able to, to stop Tavora at the end, but there is a lot of how do we get there? Yes. It's, it's not just this person is going to, you know, build a, a dragon cannon and, and win the challenge. It's, are they going to be able to vanquish this challenge that very much depends upon what the next steps of the plot are. It really makes me want to, first of all, a credit to the writers of the show who had to change pretty much the entire narrative when the castle setting changed for Mm -hmm. the quest, but to be on hand. And there are so many, what if moments what if they had not escaped the serpent King's traps before the sand glass, the the hourglass had run out. Mm -hmm. I want to see the flow chart of if this happens, The if and or right. flowchart must right. be a mile long. And the improv training for all of these actors, for the Serpent King, for like the 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 troll. Uh, Love the troll of Kamharsa. Yeah. She is fantastic. The most beautiful there, woman in all of Kamharsa. I, <laughs> I didn't get the same kind of like fear aspect that I did with with a lot of the, the, the monsters in 2014, um, perhaps intentionally so. Um, but the, the, some of the discomfort, some of the, just like, Ooh, I don't, I don't like this. This is, this is ooh, like yeah. that. Stay that, away from the witch's eye and the troll maiden's bosom. Right, right. The, the, the oh, yeah, the, the like cringe factor, which might appeal far more to, uh, teens of this, of this era, as opposed to like that fear thing, that horror element that really appealed to us. Um, it, 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 it it hit hard and uh and and that kind of like was that piece that i i think i was missing from the the hag and and uh locked up the ogres 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> Took care of them. No, no problems there. <laughs> Ans Ansgar is, is roaming the countryside. No, no ogre left ogre unslain. <laughs> Ansgar Firehammer, Ogre Slayer. <laughs> um I I, I did I, I did love uh, so many of those those moments where, you know, they're they're teenagers. Uh, mm. They are dealing with the disappointment of of defeat, uh, same as as anyone else would. But it's a moment, you know, it's the, it's that momentary thing where they you can tell why they are here right? to 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 use a to steal from another challenge reality show. I guess it's the challenge reality show challenge for love. The Bachelor, where they talk about being here for the right reasons, you can tell in the moment when, you know, um, Ava just misses getting that Ember crystal to uh, the torch and is just devastated, but kind of throws her arm uh, around Serene and and is like, "No, we're we're here to rescue Everrealm, to to fight for Aura." You know, I I I of course would like to win a challenge but it's, it's more important that we are a team here because that's what's going to benefit us more in the long run. And they have a ton of, of conversations about that. When, like, like I was talking about in episode five, when that falters and it feels like things are going to start to really splinter and we're going to lose this kind of camaraderie between them, but they just pick it right back up. It, mm. it, they, they, they return to the philosophy that they have walking into Castle Aura time after time of the, the one true hero is among us and we're here to support the one true hero, whoever that may be. And I know that that was similarly the, the feeling with with the 2014 season, um, but it's but it's just different. And maybe part of that is knowing that there is no elimination. I'm sure that that plays into it, that you're still going to be able to it doesn't to, hurt to play fantasy um, regardless. So many paladin hugs and so many moments where even if I was a paladin that won a talisman, I'm going to stop and credit the group or individuals who helped me achieve this. Right. They often felt like they didn't deserve it, which was which was hard to watch sometimes. They did yeah. deserve it. Um the fates claim that they deserve it, but it was wholesome to see them credit their fellow paladins for the victory. In a way that like it feels like it is it, it, I was not expecting it each time it happened. Um but it's almost like they stop and they're just like, nope, like now, now is the time to like, they want us to move on to the next thing. No, I got to give it up to Shoshani. I have to give it up to David. I have to give it up to, to Cade. Like it, it is important to them, not just in the, not just in, in camaraderie, not just in team building, but because I would not be here if not for the help of those around me, um, which, you know, against the backdrop of what is happening in ever realm at the time with the heirs of, of sanctum um is is just a beautiful message that that really begins to resonate and you know as they're improving and and writing new like you said with flow charts and writing new endings to the episodes i have to imagine that that begins to work its way into the scripts and 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 work its way into the hands of those those uh those heirs into king silas and and that is what resounds as the most important thing not because it's just what was in the script and the paladins are following the script but because that's what was important to the paladins and the paladins as they did in 2014 shape the course of history in ever realm mm. beautifully so
let's see. What other what other things were you as you were watching? Because you were watching with a an, an eagle eye. Huh. Uh, huh. I have uh, I have uh I don't know how well I was doing that first day after so sure. little of sleep and an emotional okay. roller coaster, but I definitely have my favorite moments and I've gotten one rewatched now under my belt. So mm-hmm. I was watching with fresh eyes and and saw some things and heard some things. Yeah. Um I, I think throwing it back to what you said, there are echoes of the old iteration yeah. that made me smile wholeheartedly. Uh, the the witch of Fortitier speaking in rhyme like the hag mm-hmm. of Pergwall. Mm-hmm. Um, their mention of the war with Verlocks so many thousands of years ago made me feel like a Narnia moment where we'd mm-hmm. stepped through the wardrobe and found ourselves in a different time of Everrealm. Not that the 2014 Paladin's work was erased, but it had been so long and the fates had abandoned this world that mm-hmm. enough time had passed that people have forgotten. Um, there are some references that I'm not going to spoil that made me very happy to see as far as certain potions and ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, I, I, I was watching this time because a discussion happened on Twitter of, of Easter eggs. Uh, finding Easter eggs throughout the season is is a fun thing to do. See how many now that we are a a Disney property, sure, uh, they had more access to Disney intellectual property to hide throughout. So there is a mention early on in the series of the gray stuff from Beauty and the Beast well, mm. over a meal. Yes, um, I, I I have a list now of how many I've found, <laughs> but then there are some that are you would not know that they were there if you weren't talking with the people behind them our costume team um is phenomenal it's it's amazing to see the costumes in this season i think the royals have a different outfit every single episode yes. oh god it's so if good. not every half hour of each episode it's so good and silas in his like short sleeve uh, uh garb that he comes in out all the time just like two tickets to the gun show non-stop right? very good <laughs> very aura there's an amazing seahorse cape clasp that he's wearing near the end that i i missed the first time and loved to see um but they the costume team was probably the most into hiding easter eggs so the Mm -hmm. costumes um have several secrets behind them that i don't know are ready for public ears yet but they are there Uh, Mm -hmm. so keep an eagle eye out and question everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is uh it's just so fun it's it's so fun to 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 pick it apart because it is like so much you know we talk about uh, a lot of shows where like you can tell that the costume team or the set design team or or you know how great the the particular coordinators were here everyone involved with this it is a labor of love and and so there there's no one who's like doing the bare minimum everyone is going above and beyond at every point whether it is in writing whether it is in costume design or 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 the sets or or the the building of these these huge uh, machines and things for for challenges um uh, everything is is so intentionally done and i'm sure that there are so many things that i i i, I missed and and will have to go back and check out um and things that i will never see because it's just so so specific or or so small that just made uh somebody's work day uh just a wonderful little uh fun romp through fantasy land the fact that it is such a mountain just leaves room for more i I feel Mm -hmm. like it just sets up 
there is so much to discover and explore of Everrealm that why not have 12 more seasons, 12 kingdoms, 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, there is definite setup for another season mm-hmm. uh, as we finish this 2022 iteration. And I definitely have my list of, of what next questions, like <laughs> where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. But I, I, being the, the quest nerd that I am now, I, every time a new geographical location or, or name or potion or spell was, was dropped, I was writing it down, taking notes. I got to compile it all. I would love to see the, the cork board and red string Oof. set up that you have, that it's you just me, pull, pull down the map. I'm that meme guy in yeah. front of it all. I, yeah. I, it's, I've taken it upon myself to compile it all, and I have a lot to compile now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, um, the plot. So, so mm. you know, like we're talking about the, it's been a, been a thousand years or so since uh, your paladins uh, defeated Verlux. Um, and, and here we are in a new ever realm under threat of a new uh, magical uh, dark sorceress, Tavora. And Sanctum um, has fallen. Sanctum has fallen. Which is really hard to, hard to comprehend. Like, yeah seeing us as the last line of defense of the war with Verlox to see it go before several other kingdoms. Mm-hmm. And the paladins mm-hmm. speak to that after learning that Sanctum is the, the largest and most powerful kingdom to see it right. fall is. Mm, it's hard. Yeah. 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 There, there's, there's, there's weight there. You know, they establish that very early on, whether you're a fan of the, of the series or not. Um, the the paladins understand it the they have you have these um these heirs and mila who faced down this this uh this dark sorceress this big bad and was able to return and and become the the oracle of the fates um in a um in a Much choice to that someone I, else's chagrin sure yeah 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 we have we have our dravis we have our we have our uh our not even vizier, uh, a little even even squirrelier than our vizier. He um, he's finding his way. He's a mage. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, gets brought in by the thrall of of. It is all. It is so well juxtaposed. And again, whether this is something that they planned or not, who can tell? But the the uh, thirst for power that everyone has, whether it is Dravis or Tavora or the heirs, um, not necessarily Mila, uh, but but Mila is more of a paladin, I feel like, than than one of these uh these these royals um juxtaposed against the paladins who cannot help but like give the ball up to everyone, even when they score the basket. They're like, nah, 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 nah. It wasn't even me. Don't even don't even give me my props. <laughs> this this was that this one had the assist, this one had the block, like we're all we're all part of this points together. Um, I loved seeing the NPCs. Anytime two of them paired up for a scene, I was, I was all in Mm -hmm. Um, Dravis and Tavora or Mila and Emmett. Um, I was actually very fortunate enough to meet Dravis, meet Harry Aspinwall. Oh, wow. Overseas of all places. Um, Before the, the season dropped, I got to meet Harry and, He's so lovely. We got to talk. We, we nerded out, basically. He compiled <laughs> pages upon pages of character uh, that I'm sure only a fraction made it into the season. Uh, but 
we I think it was a, a, a mutual appreciation for all of the lore and backstory that goes into each of these characters and the training that they all have to undergo to understand their character and be prepared for any question that a teenager yeah. or paladin might present them as the mm-hmm. one who probably tested Creo the most as far as his improvisation <laughs> skills. Love you, Jan. I, I can attest that these characters need to be prepared. These actors yeah. need to be prepared for any question about their character. And, and they were, and it didn't feel like, you know, there, there are definitely moments in other shows or moments where you could, you could tell, or even moments in this show where it's obviously off script. There's, there's obviously a question or, or a, a rebuttal from one of the paladins that, you know, who you could not have planned for this. Um, but the, in those moments, even in those moments where they are clearly pulled off script, it feels natural and it feels like they are responding as if they would, if they were, uh, you know, taken to task by a 14 year old from Maryland. Yeah. You know and what I mean? There is a moment that never ceases to make me smile in which they have met the Royals for the first time, these paladins. And the king asks them, what do you know of the divine crown? And Serene says, we don't know much, but maybe you could tell us. And in true <laughs> kingly fashion, King Silas says, no. <laughs> Which could be an actor not wanting to improv or right. a king not wanting to give an answer. It exactly. works perfectly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it, it, everyone, everyone knows their part. Clearly, And I'm sure what, uh, what Harry was, was working on was not any different than than the other the other actors, uh, Prince Cedric's actor, Adeline's actor, Emmett's actor, um, all wonderful people. It just just really wonderful, really, you know they 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 were given a tough task because this show, like we said, is not formulaic in the same way that 2014 was. Um, this is something between a high fantasy dra- drama and a challenge reality show, and you kind of have to ride that line. Because if you go all the way into challenge reality show, then you don't have as much gusto in those those one on one scenes or or scenes between the the airs. And if you go all the way to high fantasy, there's there's no wiggle room. There's no room for you to be an audience surrogate when it comes to working with the paladins and working with the challenges. You have to really find a groove. Um, and I think that they, they did a tremendous job. I think there are definitely times where I, and, and here's, here's something that for me could have been a little bit better, would have loved to have seen more of the paladins than I saw of the actors. Sure. Um, there, there were, uh, you know, I think that that kind of, that tide turned around episode five. Again, there was a lot more of working them in. Um, you know, both in a, in a scripted sense that you could see in the in the finale and, and in some of the episodes leading up to that, um, but also in just a very natural sense of of working together and challenging the goings on at the castle when when Princess Adeline is is accused of stealing the scepter. There's you know a lot of of drama that that is created and drama that is created because they are a you know trying to figure out in unison what to do and they're having like such 
diplomatic and and mature conversations about like what their role is and how you know the evidence might not bear out but how intuition still matters at the same time and like that's i i i I, the drama exists but it is not drama it is not petty drama it is not the backstabby drama which is not to say i think 2014 quest is is not survivor is not amazing race is not any of those shows that are that can get really really chippy um or you didn't but, see as much of it as actually happened. well that's fair <laughs> that is fair um that is that is some bonus content right there <laughs> getting all into all that deleted scenes on the cutting room floor yeah but i would agree with uh, you They're, the paladins are such they have such high insight checks mm-hmm. and they they are in, incredible at sleuthing out the big bads or the the mm-hmm. the traitors and knowing right. who is speaking the truth and who is not yeah. um but i would agree it, it was it was hard not to know what their motivations were or where they right. were coming from like right. knowing that wwe was inspired inspiring leticia or superheroes for shondo um we we only gleaned what these paladins were from their actions of everrealm which Right. for the purposes of the quest is is all inclusive and and that's the whole point right um so i it, think it, i think i've spent a lot of time trying to get to know them on social media and sure. and, and knowing them as people at, who, outside of ever realm yeah um but i i would yes i would agree that getting to know them a little more is is going to be a challenge for this new format yeah um, but we we've tested the waters now and we we have a, a ways forward and i'm sure that you know comfortability of of these young people plays into that you know the, this right. is this is put a teenager you, in a talking head and you may not get the same result absolutely absolutely and even and even here like with those first four episodes they start to grow that camaraderie um and i'm and i hope i'm sure that this was the case if they are doing this kind of slap not i would not say slapdash but you know more rushed than they probably would have liked to fit it into the window that they think they can um with with covid restrictions exactly maybe maybe in another world there is like a week or two of like you know we're just bringing the paladins out to hang out and and grow more of a familiarity with each other before we enter ever realm so that we can you know blossom that we can make that more of a of a you know dynamic between them where they're more comfortable sharing about themselves where they you don't necessarily need a talking head but you can have these like conversations. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would have loved to have seen that again, not taking anything away from the, the stunning performances by all of the, the actors, the trained actors on set. Um, but that, that's what really, you know, th- those, those kind of moments on, on 2014, where you really got to know each other to, to uh, step into each other's like shoes and, and, you know, understand what makes each other tick and use and because it is an elimination based show using that against each other at some points, um, you know, that that obviously would have been a different circumstance here. But it um, it really it really left me wanting to to know more mm. about, you know, what, like you said, the motivations, um, what, what drove these paladins to to uh, develop, you know, this is this is we're talking about young people as a as a general concept but this is clearly eight special young people um and and what brought you to this idea that the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts all different reasons too 
I think it was, I think you hit the, you hit on some of the challenges that this production faced of sure. COVID of how long a, a minor can be on a production set Absolutely. in a day and then have Absolutely. to leave and come back. Um, I, I think that they did a phenomenal job given all of the restrictions and pressures that they had to face as a production team. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me want nothing less than another five, 10 seasons so that we can achieve that full potential of this is what the quest is with no complications. We have all the time in the world. We have all the means and nothing is holding us back from producing the quest. But my goodness, night and day difference between 2014 and 2022. Truly, truly. And, and, and like, you know, there were def like you said, there were definitely growing pains and, figuring out exactly what to do in 2014 and you know this is a different animal and so they have to re kind of test those things out again um yeah talk talk about some of your favorite like differences or your fate you know the things that like really stuck out to you most where it made you kind of stop and say huh that's that's you know a choice or that that's different than Mm. we would have done it Uh, well much to my mother's chagrin there were no banishments uh sure she she was ready, real blood she was ready I for saw. some banishments uh, yeah uh, that's a paladin mother scorned there <laughs> <laughs> um but no i loved seeing the the paladins work together um it was interesting to see the number of individual challenges um and no team challenges really the team challenges were more uh part of the narrative so as a team they had to concoct a potion as a team they had to use the mirror shields um, but those were never part of the gems of virtue or the divine keys. You, you were always working as an individual there. Um, I loved seeing the amount of magic and the amount of intellectual challenges that the paladins had mm-hmm. to face. So many of the 2014 challenges could be argued as strength or, yep. or physicality. Um, so Paladin Jasmine and I particularly were, were hopeful that we would see a lot more brain testers for this season. And we were not disappointed. There were puzzles and knots and um, memorization, um, Mm -hmm. things that if you were given a scroll outside of a challenge to read, you were then tested later on to know the knowledge of that scroll. That, that was what I was ready for um, in old ever realm days. Not to say that I, I couldn't, run or throw a spear but um, i think it was a really good blend of physicality and mentality this go around absolutely but then to see rewards for things that were not physical or mental they were there were rewards for compassion and and friendship um heroic virtues grew in number for this iteration we had the 12 heroic attributes of the original season um and that all but doubled for this new season, seeing uh, resilience and, and friendship added to the lists of these heroic traits, not just wisdom and strength. Um, my absolute favorite moment lies in episode six, and I'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't seen it, but the talisman of kindness is awarded. And I should preface and say that in the original version, the sun spear piece of kindness was the one that I carried. 
and mm. I carry the mark of Kingdom Aura. So I was so pleased to see <laughs> this new season set in Aura and then flabbergasted, openly sobbed. I have it on video, openly mm. sobbing when the talisman of kindness is awarded in the new season because it was such a perfect moment. And it was done in a way that you would not expect. Yeah. So yeah, rewards they, and, and challenges were, were a major difference that I applauded for this new season. It speaks to, you know, to go back to the idea of this being a kind of loose LARP TTRPG sense where, you know, the, the, the old, the old guard of D and D is, you know, you killed the dragon, you get a hundred experience points, whatever. Uh, where it's a new, there's a new day where it's like, well, no, you're you're a, a wizard, so you learned a good spell, you get some experience for that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. Uh, I think it's uh, Brendan Lee Mulligan talks a lot about you know not uh, simply rewarding for the uh, traditional ways of of vanquishing or conquering in you know using role playing of, of really immersing yourself in the world and rewarding that um that that comes into play a lot here in some really really terrific ways that that make you um feel like this is this is a living breathing world um to which you know on the one hand it certainly is i'm sure the writers are like scribbling down their ideas of like <laughs> oh no this is great no we, we, we've got gold here but also it it feels that way it feels like a a true world that we are all in and watching these these tremendous paladins kind of become invested in not just as a game but as um true folks who want to be saviors of this realm much that that resonates so much from 2014 that that you know wanting to not only win the game but wanting to save the realm wanting to like be invested um, I think that comes right from from the the groundwork that y'all laid out back then. Going back to that essential question that the original season asked, that spoke to so many of the fans to this day of what makes a hero. What makes a hero is it is it only the Herculean strength, or is it the the less popular attributes that, it, or is it the one that can possess all of those in different quantities? It, it was it was really cool to see how the one true hero played out this season yeah yep absolutely i will say that uh to to be a uh to be just your average viewer for a moment uh i we also evan andy and i were very much on that that uh that tip of there needs to be more intellectual based challenges mm. more puzzle solving more mental uh or even like emotional intelligence based challenges um seeing uh those kind of take place within this world where you're not always going to be given explicit instructions of this is what you have to do in order yes. to win the game you know it kind of forces these these uh not only the teens but also the viewers at home to kind of try and piece together exactly what they're trying to do um and that that i think is is an area for for evaluation to like we we obviously need these challenges that are different than just lift lift the heaviest rock sure um, how do you how do you judge how do you you rule right. the winner of, of rule this? the winner and also like make it a satisfying uh challenge for us to watch at home like i was i was enjoying those i was very invested 
But then when all the paladins started swinging a mace over their head, oh my like my, my my caveman brave kicked in. I was Go like, yeah, swing, great, smash. awesome. <laughs> hit, hit, the, hit the helmet. Like it, it made me feel like, oh, but this is what I said. I, I not that I wanted less of, but this is what I said. I wanted there to be less focus on totally. how how do you um, balance that right. as a creator? And I think that they, in a lot of ways, they figured it out. They did it. But I think that there's still definitely room for growth there. Yeah. Sitting down and filming a Rubik's Cube get solved is yes. not good for television. Exactly. Um, exactly. But I would I would think that there was much improvement from wisdom challenges between seasons. And yes, it was yes. it was fun to watch. There yeah. was no bad challenge in my mind. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you said earlier, Ronnie, about the plot. Um, I think it was it, cool from a, a viewer perspective to understand Whereas we didn't, we may not have gotten as many paladin motivations. We saw a lot of Everrealm motivations. Sure. Between um, the motivation, what motivated the the heirs, as mm-hmm. far as their battle for the throne, or what motivated Tavora, the big bad, to mm-hmm. be bad. What mm-hmm. what were her origins? We got a peek into those, and and it kind of dove into this entire new element of of Everrealm, the deep, and yeah. the possibilities there. I'm really curious to know the relationship between the deep and Verlocks the darkness. Sure. And that is something I'm going to have to twiddle my thumbs on and think on yeah. for a while. I, I will say this, that, that for, you know, for how much I wanted to see more of the paladins, for how much I felt like some of the, the lore was, you know, I, I, this is, this is sacrilege to tell, to tell you, uh, Jim, the librarian, this. Cover some, my ears. some of, some of the lore was, was a little uh, weighty for me. Uh, I, wanting to see more of these challenges wanted to see more of, of these paladins really interacting with each other what i will say is that uh as as is our hope of hopes this does an excellent job of establishing this world and establishing the threats establishing the weaknesses establishing um some of the the darker elements mm. but also the hopeful elements moving forward yes um so in the future if you know we can um, create better camaraderie and create more comfort for the paladins whether they be be teens be adults um it establishes a lot of the work that is not necessarily going to be the most important thing of seasons moving forward you know the the the, the groundwork has been laid um and the groundwork has been relayed now yes uh, uh eight years later um and so now we can kind of focus on some of the more nuanced elements uh as opposed to kind of again which this was not a problem but as opposed to kind of the more um expository elements of of getting people into the idea of this world it did a wonderful job of attracting investing new viewers into what is ever realm this is this is ever realm it's a it's a multifaceted land it's got 12 Mm -hmm. kingdoms all very unique different peoples different races different creatures while still feeding the quest army veterans want for that Everrealm content. They, those who have been around for years now and have their favorite kingdom and have their favorite Royal. Um, I think they were sated as far as here's, here's some mythology content. Here's some lore for you to feast sure. on in the meantime. Sure. Welcome back. To go back to such as some of the the, the format things, uh, the way that this show kind of progresses through, there were um, I, I hesitate to call them fetch quests, 
um but but being a a, a gamer and thinking about zelda and thinking mm-hmm. about you know those the the first half of the game which is finding the the pearls or the you know the the bring me 10 spiritual chicken stones eggs, yeah. exactly um there were those um more so than 10 chicken eggs i would say but but <laughs> getting like the these sto these uh stones of vir- gems of virtue um and from the gem keepers from the gem keepers um that were all you know I, I i'll be a little cheeky very conveniently appearing at the castle for for very plot driven reasons um they they were they were pulled there um but um some 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 fun MacGuffins and 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 fun things to you know move the plot along without that threat of elimination um and even the i i i have it in my notes because I, I called it the kingstone i know it's not the kingstone mila's orb uh sure the oracle yeah the oracle orb i don't know that it has a technical name. sure gotcha gotcha um was a very convenient and and, and terrific um little tool especially as, which is something i did not really consider i thought about it a little bit but didn't really think of it the um limitations of having miners on set you know if right. you if you have to uh you know whether it's busing or whether it's taking some some golf carts back and forth to the uh the temple of of the fates every after every challenge you're going to burn a lot of time that they're on set um it is very convenient to have just the fates travel with you in a in a convenient little uh stone of far speech basically right <laughs> um and it, and it worked it, it, you know it was it was um could be seen as a little clunky um but i think that it it worked great and mila the i i have to actually give credit to the actor i'll have to look emily gately uh, emily gately fantastic did a mila terrific job you know being the fates acting as the mm. fates um did a terrific job of, of conveying the messages to to us the audience and the paladins um while still conveying Mila's motivations and, exactly. and goals of being exactly. this foot soldier called to this monumental task. Could have been really a little little ham-fisted, but the the way that they worked it in, the the special effects they used, and also uh Emily's just terrific acting really sold it. Was 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 very happy with that with that um elegant way of handling that problem. How has the um you know, we talked a little bit about like what how we felt about the the changes and and how um you know some of the quest armies reacting, you know, fully acknowledging that like not everything is going to be for everyone. What what has the reaction been amongst you know people that are that are in deep in, in this community? What what have people been feeling about it? Sure, I think to speak for the entire quest army and its veterans <laughs> i i would say it's a it's a renowned a resounding positive experience they are sure. so glad to be back as as we all are um they love the paladins they love the actors in pcs mm-hmm. they love the villains we we had yeah. plenty of team vizier from 2014 and now we have team mm-hmm. tavora this year mm-hmm. they they want they want it all. They want everything. We want new seasons. We want to know the Paladins more as people. We want um, to know what was going on behind the scenes. 
And that is something we're starting to see a lot more on social media now that we're several, almost a month in from premiere day. We're getting a lot of behind the scenes content that we were lacking from the 2014 version of here's the hair and makeup team putting the wigs on Karu. Here's sure. here's the the camera folk um, using these huge lifts to film this camera scene over the maze. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 feast on this content and there is no short supply of it this go around. I think there are going to be some some more opportunities for the quest army i'm i'm talking with someone right now who's a a huge fan of the amazing race and we're going to try and get something on the books as far as a quest army meetup in the next couple years because we're we're coming up on 10 years since the original production it's about time we all got together again Mm -hmm. old and Mm -hmm. new guard of everrealm oh that would be so tremendous There, there there is there is such potential for that um, especially as this kind of show grows and, and develops into uh, something special where, you know, I, I could see that in, in starting with a 10 year reunion and, and doing it annually or biannually and, and it becoming, you know, so important to so many people as this property uh, increases in significance and increases in, in reach and, and, you know, that it's why we like the, the quest so much, you know, yeah. it, uh, back to 2014 it wasn't a a marvel of of storytelling or or anything that was uh phenomenally different as far as a a a hero's journey than we'd seen before but it is what it made you feel it is it is how it put you in the shoes of of jim or patrick or shondo um or bonnie and 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 being with them and and, and feeling their all of your uh just dedication to this world that you know we got to benefit from you know every every time that you were invested in that world it made the show better for us and made us feel a little bit closer to this magical world that we all want to be a part of um and that resonates i think that is that is one of those things that that's why this show works for you know, young adults, the same way it works for teens, you know, it, it, that is a, a timeless uh, kind of thing that people people want uh, through any era. Um, and I think that, you know, if, if this is something that you can you can bring to the masses on TV, mm-hmm. great. If this is something that you can actually give people an opportunity to gather to to um, find folks, not just on on Facebook or on on the message boards, but in in person and share what this has meant to people. I think that's tremendous. Uh, full, full, full power to you. I'm, I'm so excited to see how that goes. Of course, some of us are ready to compete again. I am sure. not the same Paladin Jim I am today as I was back then. That announcement for a new season came out in 2020, and I took my butt to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to kick Verlox's butt. Uh-huh. You can do the wisdom challenges, the physical challenges, do throw it all. a spear. Let's let's everything. go in with all the confidence and see <laughs> see how well we do this time around. <laughs> I would oh my goodness. The 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 return of, of the paladins um and, and just say, hey, where where are you now? kind of thing. I, I I imagine that there's there's so of course there, you know, uh so many of you are 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 still doing so much awesome work in the online space and elsewhere and 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 in parenthood and in you know regular regular old uh commendable life 
um it'd be so good to to kind of to see to see how everyone is doing and and i'm sure it's it's something that you are you are engaged with uh, on a regular basis so we're always down for a drink at the tavern and uh to catch up but i never gave up a candle for the quest coming back and i'm not giving up a candle for old paladins playing some role in future seasons i love it i absolutely love it there there's there is so much potential here so much uh, uh options so many um opportunities for for good things to come down the pike both for everyone involved and for just this property writ large jim it's been so nice talking to you i am so excited for what comes next um what what if anything would you like to plug share share with our what our viewers what oh you've my goodness to. well thank you for having me ronnie it's been it's been wonderful to be back with you all um let's see plugs go follow the quest army follow the quest army uh mm-hmm. facebook group twitter instagram the quest army official um watch the show watch the show on disney plus yeah uh once you watch it rate it on imdb we would love your positive reviews on imdb go to disney plus and go to the feedback form and request more seasons of the quest Mm -hmm. um and then after you've done all that go back and watch the original show give it some love yeah um see where we've come see our origins and how far we've come Mm -hmm. and be sure to follow all the wonderful actors and and producers and and crew uh, that have made this show possible. We would love for you to come on this journey with us to Everrealm and beyond. It truly, this, this season exists because of the Quest Army and because of people continuously being excited and, and demanding more um, in, in a very kind way. I, I, I hesitate to say demand because I have not met a fandom um, who wants something as bad as the Quest Season 2. No longer um, pending. And- Yes, exactly. Yeah, we we it's this is this joins the ranks of shows that have have come back and and the ending is is who knows who knows what this ending is. The ending is far far away. Hopefully, um, uh, get get excited. Tell tell a friend. Um, we we want more of it. We we want to keep talking about it because now we've uh we've cheated the system and we've grandfathered <laughs> ourselves into talking about the quest no matter how many seasons it has. So. It is my favorite thing to talk about. So anytime. It's excellent. It's excellent. Uh, Jim, thank you so much. Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are, of course, a part of the Where They May Radio Network. You can uh, go online and find us at www.wheretheymay.com, uh, where you can find access to our merch and access to the other shows on our network, like uh, Fan Fiction is Good, actually, like Force Friends Rewatch, like award-winning podcast, Good Neighbors. You can find all that at wheretheymay.com or just head over to patreon.com slash WTM radio. Uh, we just had, we just finished out where they may may. Thank you so much to everyone uh, who, who liked our content, who, who uh, subbed to the Patreon. Um, we ha- released a ton of content over there. Uh, just, just special for, for our celebration month of where they may may. Um, it's still available to anyone. All where they may may content is always available to every level. Go check that out. Patreon.com slash WTM radio. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, congratulations again to Andy and Evan. Yay. Um, congratulations to all of the Paladins 2014-2022 Yay. of the quest. Just tremendous work. Excellent job. 
can't wait to see what you do next. Can't wait to see what the quest does next. Um, and until then, continue the quest. Continue the quest. Forever Realm. Forever Realm. Where they may radio.